Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. And this week, I am going to get educated. I am going to get educated by two guys from New York and New Jersey who are all about seeds. Now, I had no idea what a market was and available for seeds. We've got Manny Martinez and Victor Quinones from World Trade Genetics with us. That's guys, awesome. is that a fancy name for being farmers? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just we just wanted to keep some of the cultural characteristics of it. So we, we ran with the world trade. But we realistically look at it as a trademark. We're like the world trademark. I get you. I understand that. Can you explain a little bit how you got into the seed business? And obviously, the first question is, I didn't even know that this was like a legal business, but it's pretty legal at this point, right? Yeah, with recreational opening up in various states, it's becoming illegal, legal, legal, legal everywhere. Uh, it, it is a gray area, though, still because seeds are still being delivered to people in other states, but it, it's generally legal now. It's, as a souvenir collectible, it's legal across the United States. There you go. And it's all about putting these seeds, taking these seeds from the packets and then turning them into these flowery, beautiful cannabis sativa plants. Only in legal states. <laughs> Only in legal states where you are in Massachusetts, correct? Correct, correct. Right, and you're on the western part of Massachusetts, which is, of course, closer to New Jersey and New York, so it makes for a uh, <laughs> relatively easy visit, as it were. Um, in Massachusetts, the laws state that adults in a dwelling that has two ad adults, you can actually grow 12 plants. And, of course, the question always is, okay, where do you get those seeds? And the answer is you guys, pretty much, right? Correct. Well, you can get the seeds from everywhere. There's a lot of varying sources online. Everybody has their own brand behind their genetics. Uh, we ourselves, we started this from just our medical needs. I, I have, was suffering from seizures and whatnot. So I dove into sativas and I collected my original genetics overseas from Europe. Uh, and, you know, that was about 20 years ago and just Amazing. breeding and playing with those ever since. That, that to me, the fact that there's a European market, there's an international market. I don't know if you guys got to see the Growing Belushi series on the, the Discovery Channel. I really recommend it because Jim Belushi is a farmer from Oregon and he talks about the Captain Jack seeds. Now, have you guys heard of the Captain Jack seeds? Oh uh, yeah, I've seen a couple of his genetics, yeah. So I guess Captain Jack was the um, provider of cannabis for the original Saturday Night Live show, uh, including Jim Belushi's uh, late older brother, John. And Captain Jack is a character in the uh, three series. He put together three episodes, basically, and they ran on Discovery. And I'm a big fan of Jim Belushi anyway. But you guys, because you're in the seed world, you definitely want to watch this show. Uh, I know you'll enjoy it. I know you'll get a laugh. Because if you guys think I'm funny and I make you laugh, Jim Belushi is at a whole other level. You can understand that, right? No, yeah, definitely. Um, That Captain uh, Jack stuff from New York, that... And from what I know, because, you know, history and everybody's different, but I believe right. that was a Hawaiian skunk. That was, those were the genetics that were around at that time. Could be oh. wrong about that, but from everything that I've heard, that's oh. what primarily they had. 
Hawaiian skunk. Well, whatever works. It was a very exclusive thing, and it's a really yeah. funny. The first episode is uh, all about the Captain Jack and what Jim Belushi did to it. Let's just say by uh, <clears throat> leaving the lights on one night. Oops. Anyway, <laughs> um, I do want to go back. What are some of the more popular strains that you guys have? And and again, take me through the sativas and the indicas because everybody has an idea that the sativa is the focus and the uplifting one and the indica is the light relaxing kind of couch like uh, existence is that accurate uh to some to extent sense, yeah. yeah like i deal primarily with uh, r&d for sativas for world trade genetics so you know most of the things i'm dealing with are very euphoric very mind-blowing um thick ticks here the indicas um to me Personally, there's a cultural attachment to sativas. I'm, I'm, you know, born and raised in New York and city that never sleeps. You know, there's a lot of energy out there. Um, so, you know, it kind of, to me, when I, when I play with these genetics, it kind of just brings me back to know when I first got into cannabis and it's more of a cultural thing for me with the sativas. Vic deals with all the indicas. He can tell you about all the indicas. About the indicas, um, you know, more body sedative, you know, attributes, you know, body relaxing. You know, but we deal with a lot of hybrids. You know, I, I'll take my best, you know, indica. They happen to have more terpenes usually than a sativa variety. And uh, we'll just collab like that. I'll shoot them over to him. He'll pollinate it with sativa. We'll, we'll try to get more of an uplifting effect, you know, but keep the flavor, you know, stuff like that we do. Yeah, uh, primarily what happens with me is I get these plants that are 20 weeks, 22 weeks, 18 weeks, 16 weeks because they're really, really potent land racy sativas that I'm dealing with. And in this whole game, we have a bunch of hybridized plants, but there are these base root genetics, these land races that are still out there, hard to come by. But as a building block, we try to go with these land races because reintroduce them into, because kind of the market kind of cornered the genetics, you know, in, in the U.S. Yeah. With so, all, yeah. You know, everything's a cookie or OG, you know, so we're trying to bring the building blocks, reintroduce them into the genetics and, Getting some amazing results. Yeah. Uh, one of those uh, creations we have here, uh, we package our seeds in these nice collectible cans, is our New York State of Mind. That's uh, what I would like to call a New York land race because it's uh, a haze. But it's, uh, it's an older strand that everybody's familiar with, and we crossed that with a modern strand, the Dosey Dose. So what that did was create a, a nice combination, gave it a lot of body, a lot of character, modern character. Because all of these old genetics that I primarily deal with, they don't have bag appeal. They don't have the look that, you know, the average nowadays, you know, connoisseur would be like, oh, that's what I want. Da, 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 da. Yeah, some people, you know, <laughs> the Reggie and whatnot. Of the name, but, but a real connoisseur knows. You know, yeah. They know. I, I start from the bottom and try to build back up pretty much. Because okay. I'm going to actually ask you about how do you go about creating the seed and then you can dictate um, you know, the terpenes, which kind of steer which way this, these chemicals are going to take you. But uh, how do you start with, where do you get up, get to the point where you have an original seed and an original strain? So in my opinion, everybody's got their genetics from somebody else, you know, so an originality behind a strain pretty much is you taking claim for everybody else's work behind you and just yeah. adding your piece to it. Yeah. So, you know, how do I choose? Before we had lab testing, it was more of a visual. I was using my five senses. I'm looking, smelling the plant. And I was like, oh, this smells like an amazing blueberry. And he would have something that smelled like an amazing blueberry as well. So the idea behind that is we'll smack them two together and we'll have an even stronger blueberry. 
And we got varying results. We would have results like that and other results where, you know, the blue break completely changed yeah. on us. I mean, it was a guess and check for a while, but as, you know, the industry progressed and lab testing came more readily available, we started to get full profiles. So now we were looking at profiles of cannabinoids and combining those in our testing and just constantly getting a feel for it because, you know, we came from the grassroots. We didn't have any, you know, schooling or anything on this. We were just doing this pretty much for our own selves, you know, our medical reasons or whatnot. Right. Well, it's experiential learning. I mean, even even partaking in uh, the cannabis plant, every individual is different. Everybody's endocannabinoid system is different. Everybody's metabolism is different. And when you start to partake, you really are self-medicating yourself and seeing which strain is going to be working best for your particular, um, let's call them body challenges. Is that accurate? Body challenges, maybe mind challenges, whatever it is. But uh, that to me is, is the most fascinating fascinating thing that you can literally uh, dictate the DNA of the plant through the genetic makeup of the seed. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, but are you guys in a lab or are you in the garden? You know, where, where do you get, where's your office? We're in the garden. We get our results back from the lab and we compare it like that, but you know. We're, we're in a garden. Yeah, we're in a garden. I mean, like you have to imagine that pollination of plants has been happening since a plant is conceived by this planet. Yeah. So, you know, there are super advanced labs where, you know, pollen is being chucked. But, you know what I mean? If you look at all of these, you know, historical legendary strands, it's just some guy in a garden, man. Just, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that Chance the Gardener? I don't know if you guys we're ever saw that movie. Every day, we're getting more advanced every yeah. day, though. But all the, right. game, the, the, the game is actually moving to a way more advanced state right now. We're getting into, you know, actual sequencing of genomes and DNA actually finding out what every you know genetic compound of that plant is and looking at it on a data sheet and being able to actually pick which pieces we want and then replace them into a genome and insert that into a seed so that's how advanced the industry actually is but you know at a level where we are we're just breeders we've been doing it for a long time you know well, well I, and again this is one of those things that the og in this conversation the not the original gangster the old guy okay uh it, you have to enlighten me a little bit about the fact that i couldn't tell a male plant from a female plant although now i'm getting a little bit more uh, knowledgeable and i understand it's the the female plant is the flowering plant Correct. yes right Correct. and you yeah. only want to deal with females Right? Although well, you mean, need well, the male to make help out here. What what's the, well, what's the me, role of the male in this is really what I want to know. <laughs> for me, I get excited for a, a really, really strong male more than I would than Whoa, some flower because <laughs> I know the capabilities of that male. I know the, the lineage behind it. I know what it's gonna carry over into my next work. Absolutely. So some of these males, you get see the the thing about males are what I've noticed is that you'll have a male pouring turps out of it, pouring turps out of it. And you're like, my God, this is going to be the best flower ever. And then it starts shooting all these male pollen sacs, male pollen sacs everywhere. And you're like, oh, it's a male. But then it's like, oh, it's a male. Because you can take that same trait and hopefully pass it on. You know what I mean? And there are things that, and usually what I've noticed there are the complete plants, the full body, the full structure, the, the look, the turf, the effects, everything like that. It's hard to find those. It's hard to create those perfect things. So there's always something lacking, some, a little piece of something that you can add to it. So we're always just breathing, always just grabbing all of our creations, others' creations, and breathing and pheno hunting. The testers, thank you so much to the testers. 
they ripped through most of our work and gave us good feedback. Them. Yeah, we couldn't do it without the testers. Well, that's another reason why labs are a great investment out there, because uh, no matter how long this industry survives, and now that it's launched, um, I'm guessing it's going to survive as long as the plant's been around, which is thousands of years, that's a good place uh, to take a look for your investment. And I know all the labs are overwhelmed, not just with the dispensary work, but also a lot of the home grows, a lot of micro grows like micro brews. They have these micro strands, right guys? I mean, I'm starting to hear more and more about that. Um, how do you guys come up with the names? <laughs> oh my God. So we usually sit back with tester plants after they're done and we indulge in them. And you I get it. Yeah. get about four or five guys just yelling out a bunch of crazy stuff, and whatever <laughs> one pretty much laughs the most, or uh, I don't know, has the most effect we run with. But it's pretty much to the strain. You know, if, we, if we're indulging something and it's got a, a butter taste to it, then it's going to have a, some type of butter themed name, just so that the customers can know what they're dealing with. There you go. I get that. Um, do you think there'll ever be a forever young strain? It's one of the things we've, we've talked about off recording here. Is there a, how, how, do, how would I figure out a way to get that forever young or young-y strain? At New York, we need that daytime <laughs> sativa, that Jimmy Young OG or something, whatever it's going to be. We didn't make it yet. We got to talk about it. There's quite a few famous Jimmy Youngs, I might add, and I'm not one of no, them. There's we gotta, we gotta that up. <laughs> there's a sir, there's a, no, he's no longer with us, but a long time in the UK, there was a disc jockey back in the day when there was actually disc to jockey. He was a talk show host in England and he used to have a call in show. People used to call in their recipes and it was Sir Jimmy Young, I swear. Okay, he's no longer with us. And of course, there was a boxer who fought one of my heroes, uh, Muhammad Ali, in 1978, I think the fight was. And can you imagine I was having really mental challenges there. Do I root for my namesake against my idol or do I root for my idol to kick his, my namesake's butt? You know what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, I no, when, but when, they'll know Jimmy Young, Emmy know. Award winning Jimmy Young, they'll know. Yeah. They'll know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. But we can keep that between us. Hey, how do you set the market? How do you know that the seeds that you're creating are going to make you, uh, you know, I'm guessing your margins, uh, biggest margins you can. How do you earn a reputation, I guess, for your seeds? Is that how you do it? From what we've noticed so far, we've been trying to figure, it, figure that out ourselves for a while. Like, how do you dictate the price of the seed? How do you get the seed into the hands of the public? How do you, you know, get that following that every brand or company wants? So, you know, primarily our goal was to get the seeds out to everyone. We were tired of getting bad genetics ourselves. You know, we would, you know, pay for packs or come across seeds. Horrible. It's an investment. You got to understand when you get that seed and you put it in dirt, that's a three-month investment. You know what I mean? So you're investing three months of your time. You want something that you know is quality. So our ultimate goal is to get quality genetics out to everybody at, at an affordable price. Now, you know, in that speaking, like this strain, the New York State of Mind that we were talking about earlier, if you were to put a price on the mother in that plant i don't know how you would do that like and you haven't let it out the house yet because because i don't understand it's, it's hard to dictate the value of genetics if something value to it it's yeah there's nostalgic value thing. there's also the fact that you know there might only be one or two of them out there in the world yeah. and you know what i mean so it's, it's really hard to figure this whole thing out especially when your ultimate goal is just getting it to people so is it the reputation that will drive the price of the seed more than anything else? Yeah, so I, I, we came to the conclusion that once these people get our genetics in their hand, 
we'll develop that reputation. So our testers, we give out so many genetics, you'd have no idea. Like we just hand them out to any grower. And when we get that feedback from them, it has created, you know, that repertoire. Oh, they authentic. have quality things. We know them personally. Oh, they have great genetics. It's authentic. Oh, it's not it, yeah, just it's, like, it's weird. You know, the like, biggest hype on the market. Yeah. You know, that's how we kind of want our approach to be. It'd be kind of like if you can go breed. buy your can of Coca-Cola from the owner. I, I, I get that. I totally, I totally get that. Uh, so give me a ballpark, okay? I'm, uh, I'm shopping for seeds. I go to World Trade Genetics. I find out your, I find your site. I've been to your site. I think it's kind of cool with all the different reviews and the rankings. And you can kind of, you know, what kind of a seed are you looking for? What kind of experience? Um, how, do you, how do you set the price? I mean, what, how much is it going to cost me to get 10 seeds? Let's cut to the chase. If I, was, if I was looking for 10 seeds, can I get a bag of 10 seeds off your site? Uh, well, off of our site, our site is just information-based. Uh, there, are, there are other the seed vendors, vendors that gotcha. carry our, site, uh, our seeds. So there's a list of vendors. Only. Yeah, there's a list of vendors. Uh, gotcha. Us, we make it acceptable to everybody. Um, we try to introduce it at a, a price where everybody can afford it and get a chance to run the genetics. Uh, there are genetics out there for thousands of dollars. We let our seeds go for about 80 bucks, 90 bucks, you know, uh, and per seed. Well, hang on, hang on. Is that per seed? No, that's for 10, 10. seeds, 10 seeds for 80 bucks. Yes. And you can, wow. and you can put them in the dirt and it can make you pounds. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, if you, well, ultimately when you buy a seed, you have it forever. Right. You find something okay. in that seed that you, you like, you just keep it in rotation through cloning. So technically your investment is lifelong. Wow. Well, that's, that is very reasonable. That, that, that's awesome. Um, I, I, now I get the seed in the dirt thing and I get the water and I avoid that at all costs because I don't want, that's a lot of pressure on me to farm and, and see the flowers. I'm barely keeping my deck plants alive right now. You know, we're going into the cold weather. I'm eyeing the first frost, all that stuff. So I'm fearful of, you know, you get the seeds, you put them in and then, Nothing happens, okay? And I know that's always a chance, right? So oh, yeah. let, tell, walk me through the process, please, because I understand, I once saw this, uh, seeds go in between wet paper towels. And you guys are going to tell me that it's not just any generic paper towel. You do have a brand that you use, right? Yeah, we, we live or die by the bounty. I mean... <laughs> The quicker picker upper. I love that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we there's with store brand. Yeah, the store brands, Some the other cases, brands. There's obviously something else in them that is just killing. Turn to mush. Every seeds they turn to mush. The only brand that we use or find that works every single time is Bounty. I'm not. A, I'm not even a spokesman. I'm just telling you, like honestly. You're not an actor. You don't even play it on TV. You're just a satisfied <laughs> consumer, and you see the difference, right? Yeah, there's definitely other, com other chemicals or components in all those other brands because there have been times where Bounty has been sold out and we have ran through Corona, everything, serious. nothing has worked. COVID-19 has been rough. I was going to ask you guys, obviously, it's been rough on just about every industry and yeah. how has it affected yours? I mean, honestly, uh, we didn't see any reflections and in, in overall numbers of anything. We really saw a lot of people that found the seed and the genetics and the work that they were doing as comfort in this kind of time of like, you can't do anything else. We got a lot of people writing back to us like, yo, thanks so much for giving me these genetics because over this COVID and everything that's happening, I've been living with these guys. I've been working on these guys every day. And, you know, it just, it, it just hits you in a different way when you realize like in the time of nothing to do, we gave somebody something to do. Yeah, I get it. Do they talk to their plants? 
<laughs> I think everybody I did. Probably curse him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you guys are, are absolutely awesome. Um, I've learned quite a bit and I really appreciate that because I am fascinated by this industry. I love meeting new people that have new ideas. And I've talked to some scientists, right? The, the people at the, like the director of science at a various lab. And they're the smartest people I've ever talked to in my life. Now, you guys know your stuff too. I just want to throw it out there. You don't need a PhD after your name to understand how to grow weed or use in genetics, you. right guys? Yeah, thank you, yeah, Absolutely definitely. Correct. Yeah, I mean, you can put a couple of names after, you know, you put a couple of letters after your names, like, you know, THC Master, CBD yeah. Master, CBN, Mix Master, whatever you want to call it. But um, I, I just think it's great what you guys are doing. And is there a place, do you have like images or video of your lab or what you're doing? Or do you keep uh, all that you stuff You can find secret? everything on Instagram that we show publicly, our Instagram account, World Trade Genetics on Instagram. You can also find us on seedfinder.eu. Uh, genetic... That's how I found you, just for the record, okay? Not our that I was looking. On, uh, Blackstone, blackstoneseeds.com. Uh, we're just typing World Trade Genetics, you know, on Google, it pops up. <laughs> it, com it comes right up and God knows Google knows everything. We, we understand it. But does Google know how to grow weed or they have to act? It's only there to find the path, right guys? Correct, correct. All right. Well, I got to tell you, Manny Martinez and Victor Quinones, uh, I really enjoyed chatting with you on In the Weeds this week. Thank you so much for, you. for taking the time out. You did a great job, guys. Okay, let's do this again. But for, for, for Victor and Manny, and one day we will see a forever Jimmy Young strain out there somewhere on the open market. There you go. Hey, remember, guys, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Talk to you next time on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. We talk now, we talk news, and In the Weeds are all available on most major podcast distributors like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and our friends at clnsmedia.com and our flagship, cannabis.net. So subscribe, share, and like our videos on all the social media networks out there, including LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, The Weed Tube, and YouTube. Weed Talk and In the Weeds are two productions of pro-cannabis media supported by Revolutionary Clinics, one of the top medical cannabis dispensaries in the Massachusetts area, now with three locations in Greater Boston, two in Cambridge, and one on Broadway in Somerville. Rev Clinics has a patient-first mission. They will customize your needs as a medical patient with the proper titration and combination of strains, flavors, and products. Rev Clinics, where the patient comes first. We are Pro Cannabis Media.